Red 5. I'm going in. <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to the Trench Run Report, your place to talk Star Wars. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Justin Gray, and uh, here with me is... Aaron Russo, standing by. Yeah, and uh, in today's episode, we'll be uh, talking a little bit about ourselves, who we are, uh, where we came from, and uh, how we were introduced to Star Wars. And also, we'll be talking about the 20th anniversary of The Phantom Menace and uh, where we were back then and how it impacted us uh, back then and to this day, in a way. Uh, to start off, uh, my name is Justin Gray. I was born in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was raised in Howard City, Michigan, which is a little north of uh, Grand Rapids. Not, not by a whole lot. And then I moved back uh, to my birthplace um, a year after I uh, finished my first year of college. And I currently I work in a metal factory and I have a pretty huge family. If I had to go through them all, we'd, it'd be a little bit of a longer show. <laughs> uh, as far as hobbies go, I like to watch, listen, and read anything Star Wars related. Outside of Star Wars, I usually like to go to my favorite restaurant, which is Anna's House. Um, or go to Sky Zone for exercise. Not a huge fan of the gym, but I do like to jump on the trampoline a lot. I'm also a huge fan of Marvel, Legos, Lord of the Rings, and I also have two cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, one of them's my roommates, but they're all in the family. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, my name is Aaron Russo. I'm 49 years old. I was born and raised in Southern California and then moved to Grand Rapids, Michigan uh, about 12 years ago um, from Las Vegas. Um, so I've lived here in Grand Rapids for 12 years. I currently work uh, at Apple at one of their retail stores here locally. So I'm a, kind of a fan of technology and working with technology and helping people with their technology. Um, I do have a pretty large family as well, five kids and one grandson, and um, they're a lot, a lot older now, so I'm kind of not actively parenting. They're all grown and pretty much moved on. Um, but that's my work and my family. Um, obviously, like Justin said, like Star Wars is my thing. Like by far, that's my biggest interest outside of work and outside of family is anything Star Wars related from movies to TV to reading comics or books to collecting to listening to the music to watching YouTube channels. I'm just Pretty much obsessed with Star Wars, and it's a huge part of my life. I do have other hobbies. I definitely enjoy reading in general, uh, mostly nonfiction, but I'm also uh, very much just a, a movie lover in general and enjoy lots of different kinds of movies and also select television shows. I'm not a big, like, regular TV watcher, but I do watch, like, other TV stuff. Probably my favorite TV show would be Westworld on HBO, but also really enjoy other shows as well. So reading TV and movies are a big, big part of my life, um, and especially Star Wars, for sure. 
And with keeping with beginnings, uh, we'll also be uh, touching on our first time ever watching Star Wars, or how we were introduced to the franchise. So uh, we'll begin with uh, Aaron's side of the story, since he has seen the movie way before I was born. <laughs> uh, well, my first experience with Star Wars was I was seven years old. I was on vacation in San Diego, California with my mom and dad and sister. And I think we were getting towards the end of the vacation and we were sitting at breakfast one morning talking about what we were going to do that day and that evening. And my dad was looking at the newspaper at the breakfast, uh, rest- the restaurant we were at at breakfast. And this was back when you actually had got the newspaper out and went to the entertainment section and, and, and looked in the movie thing and found the movie and looked at the listings and found a showtime. And he, I just remember him saying something like, oh, maybe we should go see this Star Wars movie. And I guess I think at that point it had already been out for a little while and it had created quite a bit of buzz, but I didn't, I'd never heard of it. And so I don't really remember what happened that day. I just remember getting to the movie theater and it was one of those old, like 1970s, like there was only one screen, like only one theater in the building, uh, giant cinder block building. And I just remember a line wrapped around the building uh, at night. We were there at night and the, the, there was a line wrapped around the building I remember there was like street performers, like entertaining people who were in line. And I was like, wow, this is really exciting. I have no idea what this is, but it's really exciting. And um, so I saw Star Wars that night in the summer in San Diego in 1977. And all I know is that from that point forward, my childhood was completely dominated by Star Wars. Like the toys, the soundtracks, my furniture, my bedding, my clothes. Like I just was totally obsessed with Star Wars throughout my childhood. Most of my childhood revolved around Star Wars toys. Like that was the biggest, biggest thing. Um, that was how me, me, me and my friends, we all lived our lives through Star Wars toys and watching the movies and even collecting the old top Star Wars cards and all of that. So that was really the beginning for me. And I'll, I will never forget that, that experience. Mm, that's really amazing. Alrighty. Well, the first time I watched Star Wars was uh, when I was six years old. I think it was maybe around 20 years ago, uh, in fact. Um, the Phantom Menace came out, and um, I think that's what kind of made my parents want, want me to get into Star Wars in a way. So the Phantom Menace like, triggered them to be like, oh, we should show Justin the original um, movies. Yep. Huh. I, I wasn't aware of that at the time as well. Right. Um, But... It was on a rainy day. Um, I was there with my uh, dad and uh, sister at the time. We didn't really know what to watch as far as videos concerned because we had like this huge video library. And there was a, a set of three movies that I've never seen before. And my dad was like, oh, I got that for your mother as an anniversary gift. Uh, how about we watch it? I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what this is, but we'll give it a go. <laughs> and... Uh, and like he told me like which character was who on the cover, and that that kind of still went over my head. Um, I was kind of in the at that stage where, I, as far as media was concerned, it was either Disney movies or uh, old westerns from like maybe from like the forties to seventies. So once that movie popped in, then I saw the Star Destroyer on the screen, like hovering over, like at that beginning sequence. It just changed everything. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced anything like this. And also the characters, the effects. Uh, I adored the model usage of that. 
of the ships as well. Um, the score, uh, it was kind of like the first time it made me aware of like how important music was to a movie in mm-hmm. a way. And uh, it also kind of, um, I, as I said before, I watched it with uh, my sister who was the same age as I was. I feel like that kind of just gave us something to talk about like on a, on a regular basis back then as well. It just kind of catapulted something that I didn't expect it to make such a huge impact on my life mm-hmm. uh, back then. And, and now, if I could just go back and tell my younger self like how far this movie has catapulted my life in a way, um, like it made it yeah. introduced me to people. It uh, made me meet people that I never thought I'd meet in my lifetime, and probably never will again. Mm-hmm. And like even even now, like doing a podcast, like I don't think my it's kind of hard for my younger like it's kind of hard just to wrap myself wrap wrap around that idea as well because um I was kind of told I was kind of told at a very young age I won't be able to do stuff and mm-hmm. and kind of in a way like just like having this movie saying that you can do it in a way. Mm-hmm. I think I think so, it's, yeah. it's it's like I think Star Wars is Star Wars unlike any other movie I feel like people's first experience with it, it there's more people with I don't think there's any movie where you can find you can find just a, so many people who will tell you like when I first saw Star Wars this like it it has that impact on more people than any other movie I feel like and like mm-hmm. and for me it's the same thing like I never I never would have thought that when I was 7 years old that I would be 49 years old, still surrounded by Star Wars toys and talking to people about Star Wars and wearing Star Wars t-shirts. And mm-hmm. yet here I am, you know, 49 years old, it's still that special. And, and to see it and to see it be something that I share with my kids and that they're even going to share with their kids. It's just, it's something really amazing. And it's something that's totally unique in the cultural experience of my generation and, and your generation, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, there's something about talking about the first time you saw it. Like for me, I, there's no question, like 19, seeing Star Wars for the first time was one of those before and after moments. It's like, there was my life before I saw Star Wars. And then there was my life after I saw Star Wars. And it's, they're two very different times, mm-hmm. you know, it's crazy. And that kind of, that kind of makes us dovetails into our experiences with episode one, I think, because that is like, yeah, why don't you start with that one? Because I feel like that's more like was your generation's own Star Wars, and it was experienced differently, I think, than from how I experienced. But okay, uh, I'm well. Basically, I did not. I wasn't. I was a little too young to see uh, Episode One in the theater. And plus, uh, I did. I can actually claim that I ha- did see the original trilogy uh, before I saw the prequels. In a way. Um, but this was kind of the point where I did see it. I, d- I did eventually see it after uh, after it was released on uh, v- video. Very shortly after I completed the original trilogy, and I was I could tell that it was a little bit different than the previous ones before, but it still was captivating in a way, and it did show us things that I didn't see before, like very advanced visual effects at the time mm-hmm. and uh very have a little bit heavier action than the 
originals in a way. I mean, I feel like uh, Return of the Jedi was probably like the most heaviest action uh, film in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Just overall... Uh, how, 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 how long after you saw Return of the Jedi did you see The Phantom Menace? Do you remember? Um, or not sure? I think it was close to about a couple months, oh, maybe. Okay. Like maybe, actually, it might have been close to five. Okay. So it, there was, it was some, it was, it there was a gap there. Did you know when you watched the first three movies? Did you know that the prequels were out there? I think you t- you said you didn't, or did you? Um, somewhat. Like you, just it was, it was kind of like intertwined at the time. Both things were out already. Right, but I, they were kind of more background things, if any anything. Right. Um, I did see like stormtrooper helmets here or there. I did see R two D two here or there. I did see Darth Maul here or there. I didn't know that they were like separate movies at the time, so <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of confusing. So I'm I'm kind of you're glad seven that, years old at the time, right? Oh, uh, six, six, seven, six, so, seven, yep. and not super like locked in. To, yeah, like, not and what's not going on and. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 plus, like the interesting thing about Star Wars movies is, even though you're like six or seven years old, not all of it's going to be like understandable at the age of seven. Right. Um, there's going to be dialogue that's going to go over your heads and like things that you would ask your parents questions on. Like I do remember uh, asking my mom after watching The Phantom Menace, uh, what what are negotiations mean? <laughs> <laughs> and she she did explain it so so just little things like that i do are kind of really neat as far as like the prequels go and and the actually the phantom menace right so you kind of saw the, the 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 originals and the and and the and the phantom menace like really close together like kind yeah, of one, one overall star wars experience yeah pretty much right right it's so interesting because my my experience is so much different mm-hmm. because i was seven years old when the original, you know, Star Wars came out, and then Empire Strikes Strikes Back came out when I was ten, and then and then Return of the Jedi came out when I was thirteen. And I remember very clearly like each of those times and each of those moments, and I remember uh, seeing Return of the Jedi and and really thinking like you know like hey like that's the last Star Wars movie you know, mm-hmm. and I I just remember seeing that at thirteen years old, and then. There was no more Star Wars. You know, I do remember there was the expanded universe or what was you know then just the previous canon, and it was mostly the books. Um, comic books were not really that big a deal back then, although there were comics. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thrawn trilogy was was the only thing that really got anybody's radar, and then video games later. But there was nothing really like uh, Star Wars wasn't in the mainstream anymore, uh, very much. Even though the original trilogy stayed very very popular. And when the special editions came out, that was a big deal. But I, I very clearly remember, I don't remember exactly the, the scenarios. I just remember that when I found out that they were making another Star Wars movie, I was instantly recaptured, like literally just overnight. I was just boom. I was totally obsessed, just like I was when I was a kid. And I couldn't get enough information about these new movies. I couldn't wait for the toys to come out. I, you know, saw people lined up and waiting in line and camping out. And I wanted to do that. And I couldn't because I was married and had kids at the time. And it was just, I didn't have the luxury of doing that. But it just instantly recaptured my childhood 
enthusiasm for Star Wars, which I think is really just unique. And I remember when I, I remember when the trailer dropped online, and I remember sitting at the kitchen table waiting for the thing to download, and it took like a really long time. And then watching it over and over and over again, and just like, oh my gosh, that was the I remember that was like the first new Star Wars movie footage since 1983, and it was just like magical. And and I loved the trailer. Uh, I remember very clearly opening weekend. I had tickets for opening weekend to see the Phantom Menace, and I went to see that. I just remember I remember more than anything. I remember the crowds. Just like I, I don't know that there ever been a more anticipated movie ever. And the crowds were just crazy. There was people everywhere. It was just the whole theater, you know, packed full of people like all weekend long. Went to see the movie. Um, definitely uh, remember feeling like, wow, this is different. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't walk out of there with the same feeling that I had from the original trilogy. I do remember, the thing I remember the most, it's, I don't know if this is a negative thing. It's just, I just remember being disappointed that Darth Maul was not in the movie more and that he died at the end. Mm -hmm. um, but I still loved just like seeing Jedi again, like seeing lightsabers again and knowing that you were seeing beginnings of the backstory of, of, of Anakin Skywalker. Um, and I remember coming out of the theater and just the excitement that was still in the air and knowing and seeing, seeing so many people around me that I knew like friends and family and people I knew who we never really talked about star Wars. And then, but then I found out like, wow, everybody wants to see this movie. And everybody went to see it. Like nobody missed it, you know. Mm -hmm. Even if they heard mixed reviews about it. But I think that's what I love about Star Wars. It's like I don't, I don't really care what the reviews are. Like I'm going to go see a Star Wars movie, no matter what the critics say, you know. And and to this day, I still feel like Phantom Menace. Yes, it had its flaws, but it was Star Wars. There's something about it. Yeah, I I also think that there's like any Star Wars movie that they put out. I feel like. It's kind of cool how they actually accomplish this, this thing where there's something you can take away from it. Uh, for me, it was like the the, the lightsaber lightsaber fight, um, duel of fates, mm -hmm. um, the the pod races. Um, yeah, even the pod races were like huge thing for me as a kid. I like I had like oh, these yeah. little uh, uh, micro. Uh, Micro like machines, micro machines, uh, <laughs> pod racers, and uh, I might have actually lost some in the sandbox. Um, though, though if they're still out races. there, uh, is uh, is uh, I still have yet to find most of them anyway. Like that, like like the whole the um, also the uh, space battle. Uh, love the N one Naboo starfighter. Favorite ship of all t mm. favorite ship of all time. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the, I love the Millennium Falcon. Don't get me wrong, but if I was in the Star Wars universe and I had one of those N one Naboo starfighters, that would be my space Ferrari. <laughs> so, just saying. It's interesting. It's just it's it's you're so it's so true that like every Star Wars movie has things about it that you just that are iconic. I really think that's true. Even if even if the overall movie doesn't, you know, they're all different. You know, we have our favorite Star Wars movies and our least favorite mm -hmm. Star Wars movies. But there's something about each one of them that you can probably nail down and say, man, that was really cool. Like that, mm -hmm. that was that was really cool. That was some amazing Star Wars. Whether it's a lightsaber duel or a space battle or just a character, or the appearance mm -hmm. of a character, or even even in, in in Phantom Menace, just 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 all the special effects just are, are mm -hmm. mind boggling.
And, uh, and it kind of just irritates me that, like, people say that um, some of the CG, like, the whole CGI thing was just blown out of proportion. But at the same time, I was like, some of those CGI sh- shots are uh, even so intriguing to this day. I still kind of wonder how they were able to pull it off. So, and, and plus, like, the cool thing is, uh, I remember this book that I got from uh, a girl from college. She uh, was, like, having a yard sale, and she saw the Star Wars book, and she knew that I was really into Star Wars, and she decided to give me this book, and it was, like, a behind-the-scenes uh, kind of thing. Of episode one. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, um, and, it, and it just kind of intrigues me so that they actually used a lot of models in that movie. Mm. Uh, like mm. mo- most of the Tatooine, they actually had like big giant mo- uh, pod racing motors. They had like the um, whole arena, like the pod racing arena. Yeah, that. Yep. Because that was actually like a model, like a scale. Yeah, like like a smaller scale model, like the with the crowd just being uh, popsicles. <laughs> so. I mean, there's no there's no question. I think I think A New Hope and Phantom Menace both had an impact that is it's easy for people to forget mm-hmm. or, 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 or not really appreciate the, the, the way that those, both of those movies broke ground and changed movies forever, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, so we're talking about the future. Alrighty, as far as the future goes for the Trench Run Report, um, we're still a little bit young yet. Uh, we're still the two, two awesome guys on a computer with a bunch of microphones. Um, but we are hoping to expand that later on in the future, uh, possibly a YouTube channel, uh, getting guests on the show eventually and other ideas. Uh, Aaron, what do you, what yeah, do you I mean, I think, I think we're just getting started. We we're really just doing this because we love star Wars and we love to talk about star Wars and, um, we would do this even if no one else was listening. So, um, we just really want to start exploring what's possible in terms of joining the conversation around Star Wars online, whether it's podcasting or YouTube or just um, whatever that is. Um, we've kicked around some ideas. Obviously, we're just getting started. We even appreciate feedback, I think. Like if anybody has any anything they want to share with us about how to improve um, what we're doing, we would love that. Um, we're definitely excited about potentially, you know, using this podcast to usher in the next exciting stage of Star Wars and talked about podcasting around um, Force Friday or Triple Force Friday, mm-hmm. um, um, podcasting around The Mandalorian uh, coming out and Disney Plus in general, and then, uh, and of course, Rise of Skywalker. So I can't, I've, I personally don't know that there's been a more exciting overall time to start doing something like this. And there's just so many different ways you can go with it. So, and, and plus, with a movie not uh, after the rise of Skywalker, and there being a, kind of a dead season as far as the movies go, uh, the shows, the net, uh, the Disney Plus shows, and all that kind of stuff will will be what we'll uh, cover for the most part. And plus, we'll be uh, kind of exploring other avenues as far as uh, video games. Uh, comic books, may, possibly even novels. So that's also something cool to look forward to. For sure. And if you have any suggestions or if anybody ever wants to let us uh, know if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about or you want to talk about with us, we that would be cool too. And you can do that by reaching us on our email address at trenchrunreport 
at gmail.com. And then social media. Uh, yep. Oh, yes. And also, you can uh, please like, subscribe, and uh, check us out on our Facebook page and uh, Twitter account. Uh, you can do that at Trench, at Trench Run Report. And we also have an Instagram page, which um, we'll be kind of showing uh, when we're going to be doing a new show or a new project. We'll be posting things to that as well. And uh, also, we'd like to give a special shout-out to these uh, awesome individuals. First of all, I'd like to thank David Grimillion, uh Ben Hart, uh, Jake Damon, who did the awesome design for the logo, by the way, which we very, both really, very cool. really, really like. Uh, Claire Stribling, Charlie Aspie, Cesar Olivias, and... Uh, Oh, oh, also not on the list, uh, A Rule Farm Boy, a Twitter account that has also advertised this podcast, also uh, follows us very strongly. So thank you, Farm Boy. I'll just give a shout out to my kids <laughs> who probably think it's really funny that I'm doing this and think it's great. Um, I've shared Star Wars with them um, from the very beginning. They are all huge fans, and uh, maybe someday I'll even have them on the show. You never know. Yeah, that's the thing about podcasts. The um, possibilities are endless. Alrighty, that's all we have for today. Uh, be sure to look out for our episode two, which will probably be a couple weeks after uh, this one. So, all right, take care, Star Wars fans, and may the, the force, force be with, with you. you. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million.